Greetings and a warm welcome to today's episode of the Word Breakdown Podcast. It's your host once again, Alexander Quino, and I'm delighted to be here to share with you the Word of God. If today is your first time listening to the Word Breakdown Podcast, I would urge you to share the link with anybody you know, everyone you know, and let them hear the Word of God. Let them fall in love with the Word of God. Let the Word of God transform their lives and renew their minds. If you are already a listener of the Word Breakdown podcast, God richly bless you. I'm grateful to the Lord for this day that He has given to us. I'll be glad and I'll rejoice in it. I thank you, my Father. I thank you, my God. Thank you for how far you have brought us. For your protection, for your kindness, for your love, for all the things that you have done for us and the things that you are doing. All that we can say is thank you, Father. All that we can say is thank you. Even if we give you a million dollars, even if we give you all the money in the world, it still wouldn't be enough. Our gratitude would never be enough. But we will still continue to thank you. Because there are much more bigger things that you have in place for us. And we are in the position to receive and to have what you have for us. We thank you. Enlighten us with your word. Enlighten us with your word. Enlighten us with your word. Let your word be the sword in our lives and let it go ahead of us. The word that is smart, the word that is effective, the word that is intelligent. Father, let that word be ahead of us in our lives in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm really grateful to God for what he has been doing in my life and I also thank God for what he's doing in the lives of everybody listening to this podcast Uh, today what I'm going to talk about is more of a conversation that I had with um, a young man on this particular topic and I had been thinking about this topic for quite some time now, so when I got the opportunity to talk about it, I was quite enthused. I'll be talking about the renewal of the mind, or renewing the mind. Renewing the mind. The reason I would talk about the renewal of the mind is because now that we have believed in our hearts and we've confessed with our mouths that is where the whole journey begins it begins from being born again so after a child of god or after an unbeliever or after a person receives jesus as his or her lord and personal savior what goes on from there what happens from that stage and the renewal of the mind is something that we need to 
always be doing as, as Christians. As children of God, we always need to renew our minds. And I'm going to, I'll try my best to stay on course. And I'll try my best not to spend a lot of time here. And if it is necessary, I would also try to break this session into two. First, we'll tackle the mind. What is the mind? Why should we renew our minds? And lastly, how should we renew our minds? So, the first question that I'm going to ask, and this was as a result of the conversation I had with this young man, is that why do we go to church? Why do we go to church? First of all, we need to understand that this is my own understanding, my own theory. I believe that the human body is made up of different parts for that we all know and i believe that most of the parts that we have in our body can be seen and even touched to an extent and to an extent means to the point where a person is cut open by a doctor or a surgeon you have the ability as a doctor to feel the organs of this person although it is inside the person's body you can touch the kidneys you can touch the heart you can even touch the brain you can touch different parts of this person's body but the mind the mind the mind and it is a very delicate subject within the body of christ is a subject that we need to touch we need to tackle the battle of the mind the mind and this is my theory that i believe that although the brain is a physical thing the mind is spiritual and the reason I, I see that the mind is spiritual is because when you take a scan of a person, you are able to see the brain, you are able to touch the brain, you are able to feel the brain. But what is inside the person's brain, that is the minding or the thinking, the mind does the thinking. And the thinking is a spiritual activity. That is why you cannot touch, you cannot feel what someone thinks. You can only perceive what the person is thinking. So when you take the mind, some people understand the mind as the inner soul or the inner part of a person. Some people perceive the mind to be the inner part of a person some say the mind is the soul some say the mind is the heart but as believers we know that we believe in our hearts we work with the heart it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaks it is in the heart that we believe in jesus 
it is in the heart that we conceive things. When you lust after someone, when you lust after, after something, when you desire something from God, it is in the heart. So some people go to the extent of saying that the mind which is connected to the heart, that is a spiritual place. And to the extent that I, I talk about this is that even while you are asleep, your mind is still working. Your mind is able to think. That is why when you are still asleep, you are able to have dreams. When you are asleep, you are able to see visions. And your mind is still active. Your mind is able to conceive such a thing. So when we talk about the mind, it is a very beautiful place. And it has something powerful that we can do with. So back to the question that why do we go to church? And this conversation that I had with this young man, he's married. And while we were talking, he was on his way to church. And he was telling me about why he goes to church with his family and why he wants his family to be involved in I mean, church activities and all that and going to church early and the first question that came into my mind the first question that popped up was why do you go to church young man and he started thinking for a while and then he gave me a response some people say they go to church because they want to worship some people say they want to go to church because they want to I mean, praise God. Some people say they go to church for different reasons. Even for some, just because they want to see other people. But even when you center it on God, why do you go to church? So this young man was telling me that he goes to church to worship. It's a place of worship. And I passed the comments that, okay, if you are going to church to worship, then... I believe you can also do that in the house. I'm not against going to church. And I told him, if you want to praise God, you can do that in your house. You can put your family together. You can put your parents together. After all, where two or more are gathered in his name, he's in their midst. So I passed this comment and he was quiet and I passed another comment and said don't tell me because the Bible says do not forsake the gathering of the saints that is the reason why you go to church because even the Bible didn't specify it didn't really go on to say why it only said do not forsake the gathering of the saints so where people are gathered in the name of God where the saints are gathered, do not forsake it. But it didn't say why you should not forsake the gathering of the saints. And this is what I believe, that when 
you go to church you go to church for the renewal of your mind you go to church for the renewal of your mind and a lot of people may not really agree with me after all you can also renew your mind in the house as you can worship god in the house the renewal of the mind that we are talking about here is something that needs to be done on a daily basis as a believer it needs to be done every day every second every minute and yes you can renew your mind while you are in the house you can renew your the mind while you are seated studying the word of god but it is also expedient of you to go and listen to a man who has gotten access from god who has given that level of knowledge that level of wisdom in the presence of god and that man comes to you and then he reveals unto you the mysteries of god how to operate how to understand how to live life and how to worship god so when we go to church this is what i believe we go to church for the renewal of the mind the first scripture we are going to read or talk about that is in the book of romans chapter 12 romans chapter 12 verse 2 romans chapter 12 verse 2 a very common scripture and the bible says that and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of god and paul is here trying to help them understand that the only time you can be transformed the only time you can be transfigured the only time you can change is when your mind is renewed and i said from the beginning i'll talk about why your your mind should be renewed and then how your mind will be renewed but today we'll focus on why your mind needs to be renewed and mind you the angle we are coming from is the angle where you need to be at church you need to be a church is a gathering of people gathering of the saints where the spirit of the lord is present and whoever is ministering within that gathering needs to be ministering the word of god to you so when paul was trying to help them understand that they should not conform to this world but day in day out they need to renew their minds in order for them to be transformed and it is the transformation 
that leads you to not conform to the things of this world so once you change once you transform once you are renewed you are not conformed to the things of this world because your mind is intact your mind cannot be corrupted your mind cannot be changed and the reason why our mind needs to be changed when we look at matthew chapter 12 verse 43 matthew chapter 12 verse 43 this is very important because when people go to church some of them or some of us we go for the right reasons some of us go for the wrong reasons I'm not against you going to church because you want to go and worship God. I'm not against you going to church because you want to go and praise God. What you don't need to do is you go to church because you want to see the man of God. You go to church because you want a prophecy. You go to church because you want to see your friend. That is not the primary reason for you to go to church. But you go to church because you want a renewal of your mind. And some may argue that a renewal of your mind comes in different forms. During the praises, during the worship, during the sermon preaching or teaching. It is all phases. They are all phases of the renewal of the mind i won't argue with you i agree now in matthew chapter 12 verse 43 jesus was speaking and during his speech he was answering a question that the scribes and the pharisees had asked him and they needed a sign from him but while he was answering he passed on a comment and he said when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man he walketh through dry places seeking rest and findeth none then he saith i will return into my house from whence i come out and when he has come he findeth it empty swept and garnished then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself and they enter in and dwell there and the last state of the man is worse than the first even so shall it be unto this wicked generation oh my god jesus 
was explaining to them what happens during deliverance and I said it in one of my episodes that the devil has done a lot of evangelism even more than some Christians even more than some believers the devil has done a lot of evangelism by even cursing them giving them sicknesses diseases afflictions addictions he has sent them to church and for some they have stayed some they after receiving their healing they left but looking at it from this angle when you go to church with an affliction when you go to church because you are possessed even if somebody introduces you to the church and then you get there and then you are delivered you need to know the kind of church that you find yourself in what kind of leader is there because it is very important when an evil spirit is cast out of you you need a renewal of your mind every day and every second every hour every minute of your life you need a renewal and i will explain what jesus said very soon you need a renewal when you go to church you need to find a church where the word of god is being preached to you and being taught and that is where your renewal will come from when you find a church where the man of god is always casting out demons he's always delivering people from afflictions where he's always prophesying when will he ever get the time to teach the word of god for your mind to be renewed and i'm not attacking any church i just need you to understand the church that you attend and i i want you to evaluate why you go to church so jesus is saying that when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man this is a state of deliverance he walked through dry places seeking rest and findeth none so now the evil spirit is out of you he's out of the man sitting next to you he's out of your neighbor and what the evil spirit does is that it goes out to find a dry place it finds a place that is dry and what the evil spirit seeks to do is to find rest where that dry place is and when it finds no rest then it says unto itself that i will return to my house from whence i come out 
from whence I came out. So this evil spirit is smart enough to know that this dry place that I find myself now, it has no rest. But the previous state of the man, my previous dwelling place, although it was a dry place, it gave me enough rest for me to be able to continue to stay there, for me to still be there and be active. But this new place that I find myself in, there is nothing here for me that I can stay. And the Bible says that this criteria, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, the first thing that he does is he walketh through dry places. The second thing, he seeks rest. And the third thing is that he finds none. So in walking through the dry places, he tries to find rest. And in evaluating the place and knowing that there is rest or there is no rest, the evil spirit makes his decision. And when the evil spirit doesn't find any rest, it then says to itself that I will return into my house from whence I came from. So now he is telling himself that the place where I was casted out from, I need to go back and then possess that place. But even to me as an evil spirit, I don't see that place as a place, but I see it as my house. I am taking full custody. I am taking possession of it. It belongs to me. It is my house. Imagine you are living a life that you think it is yours. Imagine you are living a life where you think you have full authority over everything that you are doing. But in the long run, it is the house of an evil spirit. And the evil spirit saith unto himself, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept, and garnished. This is a state of the man when the evil spirit boldly tells himself that I will return into my house, I'm going back into my house. The evil spirit knows the reason why he is saying that he's going back into his house. And even if he's wrong, even if that spirit is wrong, then it is the ability of the man to determine whether the evil spirit is wrong or right by making the place either comfortable or uncomfortable for that evil spirit and jesus is saying that and when he has come when the evil spirit comes when the evil spirit arrives the second time he finds the house he finds the body he finds the place empty 
swept and garnished this is the reason why your mind needs to be renewed every day every time every second when a man is possessed when a man is delivered from a possession the man's state has now moved from an unrighteous state to a better state and in this state where the man the man finds himself what he needs next is a renewal of the mind so that when the evil spirit comes he finds the place to be full and already taken and uncomfortable for him to stay and Jesus is saying that he findeth it empty swept and garnished when you read the scripture you try to understand how a room or a house that is empty a house that is swept a house which has nothing in it how come that how can that house be garnished an empty house you don't have any chairs any bed any floor mat any tables there is nothing in the house it is empty but the bible says that it is garnished the house is empty swept and garnished so what jesus christ was trying to tell them or trying to help them understand is that when a man is delivered from a possession if the mind is not renewed if that person is not transformed for that person to not be conformed to the things of this world the person's state will still be empty yes the person's state will be swept yet the person's state will still be garnished and even if you say the person's body is swept yes maybe he's righteous but because the mind is not renewed the emptiness is still there there is nothing new in that person's mind in that person's body in that person's system so the old self is still there once your mind is renewed your life is changed once your mind is renewed the house is changed now you are having windows you are having curtains you have a new bed a new table a new chair a new mat things within the body are new things within the house you have a new set of things but when the mind is not renewed when the person finds himself in the same place without a renewal of the mind the person's state is empty empty meaning that the old self is still there the old couch is still there the old mat is still there the old bed is still there within that same house although things have been swept away but the old things are still there the old habits are still there 
they haven't been taken care of the renewal of the mind hasn't taken place so it is still there for the demon to come back and possess and still find a place to be a comfortable place for him to live and the bible says that he findeth it empty swept and garnished but looking at this observation that this evil spirit has made when the evil spirit goes out to find a place a dry place and then the evil spirit begins to analyze the place to see if they can get rest there and they don't find any rest the evil spirit now comes back to the body that was possessed and it comes to analyze and see and when it comes because the renewal of the mind hasn't taken place because the person hasn't been transformed so he finds the place that this body is still empty it has been swept and it is garnished it is still the old style that is still there it is still the old things the old habits they are still found there and the bible says that then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits more wicked than himself then goeth he so now he goes out and then he goes to search spirits that are much more wicked than himself seven of them that are much more wicked than himself so you can even see that these seven other spirits that are coming they are much more powerful or stronger than that original demon that possessed you so now you see that demon coming with seven other spirits who are much more wicked and they are all coming to possess one body remember that although you are a body you still have the ability to contain multiple spirits that is why you have your own spirit and then you have the holy spirit also within you that is the same way when jesus met the madman at gadara he was filled with a legion he was filled with demons within him and he still had the ability to contain them within him he had the the body has that capacity so when this evil spirit goes out it goes to look for seven other that are wicked than it is and then it comes to possess you the body and the bible says that they enter and dwell there they enter and stay there they don't enter and then come out they enter and then stay there and the last state of the man is worse than the first so looking at this obviously the man's state has now changed and it is at a critical moment where 
the renewal of the mind wasn't taking place. The renewal of the mind wasn't taking place. And that is why I will keep on coming to that same question that I asked that young man. That why do you go to church? Assuming you have a man of God who is always casting out demons and he spends 10 minutes to preach the word, how effective will that word be to renew your mind? And every time you step back into that church, you have different set of demons who are coming to afflict you and the man of God is specialized in the area of delivering you from demons. He specializes in doing that. So in this week, this month, you bring a demon, he casts it out. You go and then you come back. Seven other are already there. He casts them out. And then you go and then you come back more and more and more and more demons. When will he ever get the time to renew the mind? At that critical point. Yes. I understand that demons need to be cast out of people. Yes. Jesus gave us the power to do that. He gave us the authority to do that. But at the point where you cast out a demon. When you are done, you need to renew the mind of that person. And I think that is one of the things that I find very interesting. When a person experiences God or a part of God, usually we limit ourselves to that part of God and we don't explore other areas. We don't explore other parts of God. We don't explore other parts of God. When we experience the hand of God in certain areas, we think that's all to God and we think we understand God. But even when Jesus Christ was given the communion his blood and then his body to his disciples he was giving them pieces of his body parts of his body for some they experienced the eyes for some they experienced the legs for some they experienced the the the, the hands for some they experienced different aspects of the life of jesus So for some, they had the ability to experience God in a different dimension. But they never underestimated their other disciples' ability to experience God in a different dimension. Because we all do not have the power to know all of God. Because even the more that we know God, the more that He begins to grow bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger so when we begin to experience a part of God 
it doesn't mean we should neglect other parts of God that needs to be understood by the body of Christ. So we are going back to renewing the mind. So when we get to that critical part, renewing the mind is very, very important. Studying the word of God day and night, meditating on it day and night. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Do not let it depart from your mouth. Do not let it depart from your mouth. The book of the law, the word of the Lord, do not let it depart from your mouth. It always has to be with you. It always has to be you studying it, you meditating upon it, you getting to understand and know it well. That is where the renewal of the mind happens. That is where the renewal of the mind occurs. In the next episode, I will talk about how to renew the mind through the word of God. How to renew the mind. Until next time, have a blessed week. I love you. Shalom.